and welcome to another Meta Media Group production of On Purpose Magazine, featuring interesting, inspiring, educational, and entertaining stories, discussions, and interviews of purpose, with purpose, on purpose. Hello, everybody. This is J.W. Najarian with On Purpose Magazine, and today I'm very excited to have with me Cammie Bamey. How are you doing, Cammie? I'm doing great, J.W. Thanks. I brought Cammie on the show today because we've never done an article on power and energy, sustainability, green, the environment, and I found Viridian. It's a company that I'm really excited about, and uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But Cammie is the chief strategy officer for that company, and she was sweet enough to come on today so I can answer all the questions that I have and hopefully all the questions you have about solar energy, wind, uh, gas, and and carbon footprints and all those kind of great things. For those of you who don't know Cammie, let me tell you a little about her. Cammie works for Viridian uh, Energy as the chief strategy officer. She's been recognized as one of the 40 professionals under 40 to watch as one of the top 10 entrepreneurs of northern Utah. Cammie has worked in branding. Uh, She's worked for companies like Advent Creative as the brand director. She's also worked, uh, you were the founder, I think, of Digital Slant. Was that right? That's right. Listed as one of the fastest-growing companies in the state for two years in a row. I know that you uh, earned your uh, Bachelor's of Science uh, in Mass Communication and an MBA uh, from Huntsman School of Business in Utah. And at the university, you're also working at the university doing some teaching and also um, brand direction and development for new instructional initiatives. So now you're working for Viridian in energy, and so That's so right. we get to ask you all the great questions about energy. Where do, where do you think we should start? Let's, uh, can we start asking you about well, what is renewable energy? Absolutely. Yeah, that's a, you know, I think, um, JW, I'm really excited to be here today and uh, talk with you a little bit about this. This is, you listed some of the places I've been, and I have to say that the the place I I just absolutely love is where I'm at now because of just how exciting the energy industry is. You know, if you look back in, in history and all of the key time periods that we had um, in the development of our world and of our country, there's always one industry that's really booming, whether it's the Industrial Revolution or whether it was, you know, each individual time period that we go through. And right now, I think, is definitely the age of energy. It's just so much happening across all aspects of the value chain when you think about energy. So you think about the increased access to natural gas that we have as a country. You think about the dramatic climate change that we have and how that's affecting wholesale prices. And you think about distributed generation and how well-known that's getting and how many more people are, are learning that they can have, you know, energy right directly at their homes. But all of that is happening kind of in the in the background, if you will, um, policy changes and access to different energy. But at the end of the day, as a consumer, you, you wonder, you know, what, what can I do and how can I play a role in that? And I think with renewable energy, as with any major trend, what really has to happen at the end of the day is is finding a way that your average everyday person can make sense of the big global trend that's happening. And so for renewable energy, I think the reason that we're seeing kind of a dawn or a change in it right now is because it's accessible to people. So, so we'll get more into that later, I'm sure. But the simple answer to your question, what is renewable energy, is energy that can sustain itself. You know, wind, solar, hydro, you know, anything that that we are not depleting. And and I think, you know, that can really encompass a number of different types of generation. And ultimately, it's a very exciting industry to be in because it's just growing so, so quickly. Well, that's one of the reasons I'm so excited about uh, getting you here. You guys are really busy. It's hard to get get you guys to, you know, to, (laughs) it was hard to get you guys to an interview. So I so appreciate your time on this. But Viridian is one of those companies, first, it's an award-winning company. You're, one of the, you're a fast-growing company. You really believe in sustainability. You, your purpose is sustainability, uh, environmental preservation, and moving the country towards energy independence. And you mentioned sustainability. What is sustainability, and what does that have to do with energy, and why is it so important? Oh, that is a great question. Um, you, you're hitting on sort of one of my passion points. You know, it's interesting. I think that um, you can 
take the idea of uh, making a renewable responsible choice or buying a more responsible product or recycling or any of the activities that, that have started to become very common for us, and you can group that all into this word green. Right? Mm, and, right, and we've heard a lot about that, green. For me, that word is not the right word. Um, for me, I would say that there's, that the word sustainability is, is the better word. And um, the difference that I would say is, you know, going green is, is an action. That's a, a, something I do one time. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a greener choice, and, and that is certainly good. And I don't say that it's the wrong word because it's not a good choice to make, but it's not all-encompassing. To me, right. you know, sustainability is about what am I doing to make sure that, that it can be sustained um, in, in perpetuity. And that, to me, is so much more powerful than just saying green. In fact, another word that, you know, that I love is um, that if you're really living sustainably, um, that you'll, you'll flourish. Right. And, you know, and so to me, that's, uh, that's the way I look at sustainability. I think about what, how am I approaching my relationships, how am I approaching my friendships, how am I approaching my entire livelihood in a way that's sustainable. So if we take that concept and apply it to energy and apply it to our, you know, our behaviors as consumers, it's about looking at every piece of my lifestyle. You know, how is my energy being generated? Um, how am I using it in my home? Um, what devices am I putting in there that can help me control it uh, better and control my usage? Um, and how am I monitoring that myself? And then what, what actions am I taking outside of my home to contribute to a more sustainable society. And, um, you know, that's sort of the viewpoint that, that, that I take and that we take on sustainability is that it's extremely holistic. It involves um, every aspect of your life. Can we also go a little farther on that? And Because one of the things that uh, people, a lot of people want to be green. They want to help uh, reduce carbon. They want to uh, do the right thing and they want to be responsible. But we're also in a, in a tough economy. And so we want to be affordable and we want it to be simple <laughs> because exactly. we, we have very busy lives trying just to just to just to keep up with the day-to-day -day. so keeping it um, affordable and simple is that also part of the sustainability part or yeah I think you're absolutely right JW I think it has to be um, in fact I think it's embedded in the name itself because if you if you're making a choice that is that is um, either A, not affordable, or B, not something that you can do because it's outside your routine and doesn't allow you to live the life that you, you need and raise your kids and, and, and uh, have your job and everything else you need to do, you won't be able to continue doing that, and therefore it's not sustainable. So, you know, absolutely, I think that um, that's a big part of it is making it affordable. And I think that that is why we're in this golden age of renewable energy because all of a sudden um, through, you know, creative business models and creative companies and interesting, um, you know, opportunities, it's becoming something that is no longer inaccessible for the average uh, American. Um, in fact, you know, I think sometimes the green choice can be the, the more affordable choice, and that's, um, that's a paradigm shift in sort of the true sense of the word, and uh, that's why I think now is a time more than any other that is exciting and gratifying to be a part of the, the energy industry. No, I love that because, it, it, like you did, like you said, it, it is a paradigm shift um, because everything we've had to do to be green in the past involved us having to change our lifestyle and do something more, like like separating our trash, for instance, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, and I think that there, you look at separating our trash as an example, and, and um, actually we just bought a new home, and um, and one of the things that we put in our new kitchen was uh, those, uh, you know, garbage cans that look like cupboards now. Right, <laughs> it's right. It's a funny I thing to see that <laughs> nice. Mine's the funny thing to be that yeah. excited about. Uh, yeah, it's a drawer. I know people come over and I'm like, look at this. I have a drawer that's a garbage can. Silly thing <laughs> to be that excited about, but I am. And what I did is there's actually two of them side by side, and each each one has two cans in it. And um, and so we we took and we made um, just one of them actual you know garbage and three recycling. And at first we we thought maybe that was ambitious to think 75% would would be recycling, but in fact when you make it that easy 
be. Um, we found that we were filling up the recycling long before we're filling up the regular trash. And I would say 80 to 90% of what the Bamie family disposes of ends up going in the recycling. And the interesting thing about that, JW, is it's not because we all of a sudden had a different components of trash. It's not that that changed. It's that it, it now became easy and affordable, if you will, <laughs> for, you know, I know it's a strange use of the word there, but now my, my children, no matter how young they are, um, they pull up in the drawer and it's as easy as a game. You know, paper goes here, cans and bottles go here, you know, paper or, and, and garbage goes here, and it's easy. And so there would be no way we wouldn't recycle now. And that's true for many, many households across the U.S. We're recycling more and more as a country. It's just a part of the social norm. You know, you used to look down the road and, and think, oh, who's that person with a recycle bin? And now you'd look down the road and think, who's that person without one? But what we're seeing is a shift in energy in a similar way. Instead of having the, the one kind of outlier of somebody that, that's using renewable, renewable energy, that's starting to become more and more commonplace. And it's not because we're using energy differently or we're thinking about it differently, that's part of it, but it's because it's accessible, because it's easy, because it's affordable. Okay, and so that, that kind of like segues right into my next question because I really want to move into the product line that you guys deal with and, and talk to, about each one individually. Starting with um, us, um, because natural gas is, uh, we, I, you know, first thing I think of is, well, what does natural gas have to do with green, and, and why is that a renewable energy source or sustainable? Um, I understand solar and wind, but uh, how, does, how does natural gas fit in that picture? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's interesting, um, and that's an interesting place to start. Uh, you, you know, we, we as, a, as a company, we actually we offer electricity, natural gas, and solar, as you know. Um, gas was one of the – it was actually the second product that we started to offer. I did and, not know um, you, you offered electricity, by the way, so that's so, – so. Yeah, yeah. So Viridian does – um, you bet. So let me just take a, take you through kind of our products and, and also I think the evolution of them. And, and they're all different region by region. So, of okay. course, you know, for, for different region regions. region by region. That's something else. Yeah, we can't about. always offer every, right. uh, every product in every market. And so just to give you um, a, a little bit of a history sure. on how our, um, how our products came to be, we started offering just electricity in just one or two select uh, markets. Mm -hmm. And um, we started offering kind of a concept, a category that, um, that uh, had never really created. So the idea was very simple. Um, and it was, it was how do we create a, a way for average everyday consumers to go green without having it uh, be a, a drain on their family. And so we started actually saying, well, let's look at the, you know, our founder uh, looked at the marketplace and said, hey, the, the marketplace is divided um, in two pretty big segments. You've got people who are offering completely 100% green energy at a premium, and you have people who are offering um, brown energy at a discount. Um, and, um, you know, our founder came along and said, well, why, why can't we do a hybrid? <laughs> very, very simple question to ask. Why yeah. can't we say, well, let's do part of it. Let's give people a part of their energy from renewable ener uh, energy sources, and let's try to do that in a way that's affordable. And as simple as that is, and any good innovation is always simple, right, um, that kind of shook up the entire industry, and it created a, an entire new category of affordable green energy, the idea that, hey, I can be a little more green than I am today um, and start to act a little more sustainably, and I can also do that in a way that's affordable. So um, that's kind of how our electricity products were born, and largely in the Northeast. As we started expanding in geography and, and really our impact started to take off, um, you know, we could see that, hey, when you, when you give people an opportunity to make one simple individual choice, it's going to have a massive collective impact. Right. Um, we started to see that we as a company were avoiding um, hundreds of thousands and then millions of carbon emissions every year. And we're up to, you know, uh, we've done a collective avoidance of carbon emissions now of 4 billion pounds of, uh, of carbon that has, has been avoided because of our customers purchasing. So all of this is a long way of kind of leading up to your question about gas. You know, the question really became, hey, if you, if you frame the question of sustainability and, and how do we look at our holistic efforts, how do we offer people a way 
that um, can help them in every aspect of their life to make a more sustainable and a more responsible choice, um, we realized that, you know, natural gas is, is significantly um, cleaner burning than coal and, and fossil fuels, but also it's used by, you know, a phenomenal number of Americans. And we found a way to make natural gas or try to make natural gas um, match like our electricity products and make it easy for customers to make a responsible choice. So what we actually do is we pair our natural gas with um, carbon offsets. And so somebody who's using natural gas in their everyday, um, you know, life at their home can actually choose our product. It's uh, called Simply Right. And what it does is it takes in offsets 25% of their usage with carbon offset projects. Could be things like, um, like reforestation projects or uh, methane capture projects. There's a number of different types of projects that we do. Um, and and that was, uh, I think, you know, again, just a way that we said, well, why can't we take an everyday behavior, why can't we take something that people are doing every day, make it so there's no change, you don't have to do anything different, you still use your gas stove the same way you always would, you still heat your house the same way you always would, but make it a more responsible choice so that our customers can be contributing to this um, this uh, collective impact of re reduced carbon that um, that we just continues to grow and expand. I, I love and, that. Um, the, um, yeah. You know, we, we, we were taught by um, Muhammad Yunus that uh, you know the bottom line business and the philanthropic they never came together, and uh, the bottom line was always about the bottom line business, and the philanthropic was always about. Borrowing a dollar, putting out ninety-eight cents, and then <laughs> and then going yeah. out and, and begging for another dollar. And he put together the plan. He was the guy who put together the Grameen Bank and put took the nine million women um, out of poverty in uh, Bangladesh. And he said that you oh, put wow. business together with philanthropic cause, and now the world is a win-win where companies actually help the world become a better place and help people. And so at 25, the person doesn't have to change anything they do, and they may even get a, a lower, I'm guessing, uh, by going with your company, they could even get a lower bill and still be um, helping offset carbon by 25% because now they're all, you're, as a company, you guys are putting money into the carbon program, yeah, correct? Yeah, ab ab absolutely. And yeah. it's... Um, you, you've got it exactly right, and that's and so you, when you when you approach somebody, and it's just always the the <laughs> the most fun thing to, about my job is you know being able to talk to people about what I do because it's you know to be in one of the fastest growing industries in the world right now, but then also to be able to say so how do you help customers? Well, let's see, I help you use your energy the same way you do today, so no change in your behavior. Your lights are still going to turn on, your heat's still going to work. Um, and then you know you're contributing to a significant difference in the environment um, just by making that choice. Oh, and you know it's going to be affordable and possibly even save you some money. It's just uh, <laughs> it's kind now of that's like sustainable because you know yeah. a philanthropic company, uh, a nonprofit, begging for money from people every year is not a sustainable way to help people around the world. This is right. I understand it. that makes sense to me. Well, you know what's interesting about that, and, and you, you're talking a little bit about just just business and the shift in the paradigm of how business people think about um, their role in the world, and yep. there, there's a lot there's a lot written about that, and that's probably a particular passion of mine. Um, I've uh, you know spoken at different events to business leaders, just really trying to help people understand why they should look at at um, responsible choices and sustainability as a part of their business strategy. For us, it's embedded. It is our business strategy. But for a lot of companies, if you're a manufacturer or if you're, um, you know, any other company, it, it, it's not always as obvious. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. On the good side, we see more and more CEOs admitting that it's part of competitive advantage. In fact, in, in 2013, there's an ongoing study that uh, has been done each year and 2013 was the highest number that we've seen. It was 80% of CEOs are saying that sustainability is critical to competitive advantage. Right. Um, but the interesting thing is, is that's their stated belief, but it's stuck, you know. And, and I think that they're not yet acting on that. Not, you know, not without regulation anyway. And so, what you know, I think that the that the business case is is getting clearer year over year, but what we really have to ask ourselves is, 
you know, who do we include as our stakeholders? And I think this is true whether you're the CEO of a multi-billion dollar company, whether you're an entrepreneur, independent business owner, or whether you're just a, a mom or a father or thinking about your, your household. Who do you include as your stakeholders? We always think about the obvious, you know, our customers, um, our, our sales force, you know, our family, if we're looking there. But until we start including society and the environment, as two of our key stakeholders and groups that have a stake in how we operate and what we do across all of our value chain, then we won't start seeing that merge of what's good for society is good for the company, what's good for society and good for the environment is good for my family. And um, that is, is, a, is a shift that, you know, perhaps I'm, a, I'm an optimist, but that's a shift that I believe we're starting to see. We see more and more people believing that, that society and the environment are our key stakeholders as much as the obvious ones that we've thought about for decades. No, I love that. Um, it fits well in line with my belief that uh, adversarial business is dying anyway, where you have mm-hmm. to sue somebody to make a buck. I think we're, we're all coming, hopefully all shifting toward uh, win-win scenarios in everything we do and sustainable scenarios and, and ones mm-hmm. that help and, 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 and help others and help ourselves. And so that we're all in abundance you know, yeah. we don't have to get sick to make somebody else healthy or lose in order for somebody else to win. That we can, we can all win, and we can all do better, and we can all be more responsible, and we can do that in a way that could save us money and uh, not make it hard for us. Exactly, exactly, and in fact, uh, yeah, just that to, to have the economics um, start mer- merging with the um, with the global and societal impact is is just exciting. It's an exciting time to be a part of it. I think it was Peter Drucker who said that every single social and global issue of our day is a business opportunity in disguise. Yep, and uh, so it's true. Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I really I really believe in what you just talked about, and uh, so. I, I, Another really great reason why uh, I wanted to have you on today because these are the things that need to be talked about, I think. Let's, yeah. let's move on to um, you guys went from electrical and gas. Um, uh, the next one that everybody has questions about is solar. So talk mm-hmm. to me about how you guys got into solar. Oh, my goodness, yeah, that's my, uh, I, I am a solar enthusiast for sure. Um, so, uh, you know, the progression, so I talked to you about the progression from electricity to natural gas, and then, um, and solar was uh, was something we actually always wanted to be involved in solar. It was it was not really a matter of when did we decide that, that we wanted to. It was a matter of when did it make sense for our, for our customers. Right. And when, you know, when was it something that made sense? And, and again, with this shift in, in this whole global environment that we've been talking about, distributed generation is becoming something that is, is now accessible to the average family and to the average homeowner. And, and, um, and, and that, for us, was the key, you know, for us to, to say um, that we could now take our you know, our approach and who our company is and, and make it a difference in the solar in the solar sense, in the solar industry was really was really exciting for us. So, um, you know, we we started offering solar it's been about nine months ago. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a great new business uh, business unit for our for our company, and we're extremely excited about how it's growing, and excited about the lives that we're affecting with that. Because, you know, again, I'll reference my new house again, but <laughs> I'm I'm a, a new client. We're we're going to have our solar panels installed here in a couple of months, and it's the idea that as a as a homeowner, for no cost up front to me, and again, this is the same thing we've been talking about on the whole call. For no no expense to me. Um, and actually a, a savings on my utility and, and a locked-in rate that I'm going to have for 20 years and, this, the, you know, the security of that price, that I can actually have clean energy right at my house, you know, distributed right on my roof and coming directly into my home, that, you know, a decade ago could never, could never have been a reality. Right. And um, right. it's just that same shift that now we're taking a choice that used to be a a good choice, but a difficult choice for people to make. And it has become so accessible and so simple for people to make. And, and so we're just starting to see the benefits of that and the growth of, uh, of renewables as a result. Okay, you know, there's several solar pro- programs out there, and, you know, you can buy your own. 
Um, you can do what you do. You guys uh, have a business where you, you uh, for free, go to somebody's house and install their solar panels up there, and you make money in a different way than somebody would by just selling the product. Um, why the difference, and why did you choose this model? Yeah, so our model is actually, we're actually a, uh, a referral and a, and a reseller of, um, of the, the largest solar, solar company in, in the United States right now, and that's you know, Solar City. And the reason that we decided to do it that way is that, um, you know, I'm a firm believer in doing what you do and doing it well. Um, mm-hmm. I think ultimately, um, you know, people ask me a lot what, I, what my definition of strategy is. Um, which I suppose is an appropriate question since it's in my title. But um, I, for me, strategy is all about, you know, where where you want to play as a company and how you want to do it. And so for us, the where you want to play has always been easy. We want to play in renewable energy and in sustainable energy and in an affordable living, you know, or green living. We want to help people make responsible choices. Right. The how you want to do it is always the harder question. You know, any any uh, anything you do in life, it's your idea and, and the way you actually Executed that matters, and so for for us, um, you know, we wanted to focus on what we do well, and we um, we believe that we are extremely good at educating people about their options. We believe that our our business model is good at, at helping people get involved and engaged, and giving people access to the energy industry. What we're not good at is um, getting up on people's roofs and installing solar panels. <laughs> and, uh, not a core competency. And right. so, you know, we we researched for quite a while. Did we want to go with the local companies, you know, city to city? And ultimately, we wanted to pick a partner that we knew gave value to our sales force, that we knew gave value to our customers, that we could that. If you're offering people the option of something that is going to be a 20-year decision, you know, how do we play the role as consult- of consultants and, and help them make the right decision, but also know in our hearts that, that we're, we're uh, referring them to a player that is here to stay and that um, has this industry, you know, figured out. So, so that's, uh, that's why we made that choice to, to go to market that way. It's been extremely successful. Very glad we did. Um, we really enjoy our partnership with uh, with Solar City, and um, and we love the model that we've built, which is a consultative model to help help our customers make the best choice, you know, for their home, and and really help our customers understand um, their options when it comes mm-hmm. to solar. They can buy it up front if they would like. They could buy the panels, um, or and we and we do that. But um, very very few people choose to do it that way. Most people like to have the price certainty. Um, and just be able to continue to pay uh, for power as they go and not pay for the panels. And, um, and that's been what's uh, been most attractive to our customers. Yeah, and I understand that because the differences are that uh, since you guys are essentially uh, putting, paying for the cost and everything and putting it up and, and taking care of it, you guys get the, uh, the tax benefit of the uh, is that correct? As opposed to the owner of the house getting the, the credit. That's and right. I, I like that because it's I, so many people I know that have. First of all, I polled a bunch of people about solar and what questions they have. So I'm going to ask you some of those. One of the things I heard was that from people that had solar was they didn't weren't in time or they didn't do something right and didn't get their refund or they didn't get this or didn't exactly. get that or it's a pain in the butt and it was like, oh, it sounds horrible actually. Oh no. Um, well, you like know that in some cases, and some people, you know, did not have those those issues. But uh, anyway, um, but I I think that's why it goes it goes to the idea of do what you do well, and um, right. and as a as a homeowner, I know that what I do well is cook and clean for my kids and and get get them off to school and get you know myself off to work and and I don't want to worry about sending in paperwork for rebates and making sure I'm I'm filling out all of the the, the papers correctly and and uh that that just sounds like a hassle and and coordinating right. and my installation the initial cost up front and then, <laughs> and then knowing that you're are we, are we choosing the right product oh. one of the biggest questions when I pulled around was it doesn't technology changing really quick? If I put something up, won't it be obsolete tomorrow? How do you answer that one? Yeah, all of that is just scary, but and and it and it sounds like a hassle, which is why you know our product we actually call it Clean and Simple Solar, and that's um, 
that's a simple, I think it's a perfect name because it's about you want to make a cleaner choice for your family, you want to make an affordable choice for your family, and and you want to be able to do that in, in a one consultation or, you know, a conversation and say, hey, this is the choice I want to make, and then know that um, there are going to be professionals that are going to take care of that for you. And that's the model that, um, you know, that we chose to implement, and, and it's working really well for our customers and, and our company and our and our sales force and all of our associates. It's um, It's been really a great model, and we're excited to keep growing that. Cool. The last question I, I got asked a lot was, and I think you actually answered it because doing uh, working with Solar City and doing what you know is best was, uh, you know, was the question of, uh, will they mess up my roof? Um, and and I think the answer is no it's a yeah it's a construction project at the end of the day and and again that was why we're so careful and and professionals and know what they're doing and have bonded license thousands and thousands of times yeah and again you know for us if any time that you do a partnership um if you if you're going to choose a company to attach your reputation to, um, whether that's as an individual getting involved with a company or if that's a, two companies working together, you really you know you do your due diligence. Uh, do I do I do we like their leadership? Do we like their model? Do do, do they have good reviews? Uh, you know do they have a a good track record? And and again that's why for us it was uh, it was the choice to go with a company that we really trusted that was going to take care of our customers' roofs take care of their contracts long-term, maintain the panels, um, and just really helps me sleep at night, knowing that I, I feel very confident in uh, the, the product that we've put together for our customers. And we're going to talk about it in a minute because it also goes to how you're, how you're dis, dis, distributing and how you're selling the product. And we'll get to, like I said, we'll get to that in a minute, but it also talks to the whole um, idea of if it's good, people – will know because word of mouth and um, <laughs> if people are having issues or problems, you, you know, they're going to, they're going to, you're going to have issues. So your, mm-hmm. um, the model that you guys use to, to, to um, sell and promote products is, is, is unique and goes to the whole issue of hey, if the product's good, somebody's going to share it. So, uh, and we'll get to that. So, but I wanted to, I did, I did mention um, uh, wind I wanted to make sure that we hit all the products. Uh, I understand there's wind involved. I didn't see a lot on the website about that, but can, can you talk to that? Yeah, so uh, wind is involved in our electricity products. So we, uh, we do, with our electricity products, they're paired with renewable energy certificates. And mm-hmm. so we have uh, wind, um, hydro, biomass, there's several types. And, you know, one of the things that um, I would encourage any of your your listeners to take a look at if they're interested. We actually produce a uh, a sustainability report that is very very interesting, um, and you can you can get that at, at our website. But um, in it, we actually have done something that is is quite unique, and we do. We publish every single serial number of every single wind, uh, you know, megawatt of, of power that is produced from wind or, or hydro or any other source. Mm-hmm. So you can see the location where it was produced. Um, there's some facility spotlights. You can see the wind farms um, that we purchased from. And, um, and it's really, really quite interesting just to see, um, you know, every single place where we've, where we've purchased renewable energy and see our exact mix um, and how we, how we kind of match that with our customers' load. And um, for me, I think that the, uh, the renewable energy industry in general has a few challenges um, with when it, if it's going to reach full adoption. Because we can look at wind power, which has increased you know, 2,000% or so in the last decade. We can look at solar, and, um, you know, there's been more solar sold in the last 18 months than in the prior 30 years. Mm-hmm. You can look at any renewable source, and it's growing tremendously. But at the same time, it's still a small percentage of our overall energy mix. Right. And so when, you know, with, with more consumers being interested, with more customer or companies offering good products, and all of this great action that's happening, 
it's going to continue to grow. But if you're involved in the energy industry, I believe you have a responsibility to the industry to be extremely accountable and extremely transparent to any of the claims that you're making. Right. Um, and it's a, it's a passion of mine because it's easy to, to say, well, hey, I just made a sustainable choice. But as a customer, you deserve to know, well, well show me how, show me where, show me, you know, when that was done. And so... You know, that's why our sustainability report, which we have audited by Ernst & Young every year, details every tiny little thing that we do and, and, and the aggregate impact so that when we say that we've reduced uh, emissions by 4 billion pounds, um, that people can point to and see an audited re audit report that shows um, exactly that. Very good. And do you, I know you offer services to commercial as well as residential. Um, mm -hmm. And you, I know you, there's a couple things involved here. One is uh, the locale, we talked about this, and we were going to come back to the subject, and that's location, because some of the things uh, that you offer have to be, can only be offered in certain areas that are deregulated for that particular product. And there's other products, so let's uh, say wind, for instance, if you're in an area where there's not a lot of wind, that might not be the best case for you. So you do consultations based on area and whether it's commercial, residential, or anything. Is that correct? Yeah, so our core products, our electricity and natural gas products, um, we offer in um, states that have been deregulated for energy supply. Mm -hmm. So customers in those states can actually stay with their utility company for their transmission and delivery of their energy. So they have the security of knowing that somebody's going to still maintain their lines and nothing will change with their billing. But they right. can choose a, a supplier that actually will, will supply their energy with uh, energy produced from greener sources. And right. so that's available right. in, you know, some states we can offer um, only natural gas. Some states we can offer only uh, renewable energy or electricity, excuse me, some states only solar, and some states we can offer all three. And those markets continue to grow. You know, we have an entire uh, new market uh, entry team that is just constantly focused on finding, you know, where are there states that, that provide good value to customers, where there's the right regulatory environment, where we can actually go in and help residential customers or commercial customers um, to make a more sustainable choice. So we're constantly looking at that footprint and um, trying to see how, how else we can provide um, our, you know, services to more customers because the more, the more customers we have using renewable energy, the, <laughs> the, the, the better it is for the entire country. No, very true. So let's uh, let's go on to let's go on to talk about because um, we talked about all the energy and the sustainability. I wanted to mention Viridian and the company that you're with because I was very impressed by <clears throat> what we talked about earlier, and that was um, their want to move the country toward more energy um, independence and environmental and preser preservation. One of the things we push here at On Purpose Magazine is the philanthropic and helping others, and I know you guys uh, work very hard in that particular area. You're working feverishly on probably a few projects. I know that you're working on uh, one to preserve the rainforest. Can you tell me a little about that? Yeah. Um, that's my uh, that's my my absolute favorite part of what I do. I, um, I you know we have been blessed as a company to have so much ability and and scale that you know we we want to make sure we're putting that to good use and using that for good. And so in fact, just um, gosh, it's been about a month ago, we got back from from Fiji mm -hmm. um, where we where we were working. Um, Working there on a on a project on a little island off the coast of Fiji called Malake, where we were uh, the catalyst to start a large what will be a large scale reforestation project, and uh, Malake had been deforested almost the entire island um, and had not grown back. They had uh, sort of a dangerous lack of forest cover um, that led to uh, brush fires on a regular basis, and um, and also because they were pretty isolated, there were uh, there was never access to an electrical grid out there. 
So we, um, you know, we, we did about 4,000 trees as a start to a reforestation project, but we also provided uh, some, some funding that uh, provided local jobs to continue to monitor those trees and continue to plant and reforest more of the island. Um, and then we brought small-scale portable solar uh, units to each of the homeowners, um, mm -hmm. kind of lit a village, if you will. And then uh, we also did some larger-scale community solar uh, installations to provide some housing quarter or light to housing quarters at the school and a commercial freezer and a community center for the fishermen. So all of that was just, just uh, fantastic. I mean, just this is our, our, it's our sixth global trip now, and to be in an area where you see firsthand people who live um, with the effects of, of you know, environmental um, either deforestation or lack of clean water or lack of, um, of, of light from energy, um, you know, 1.4 billion people in this planet <laughs> live without access to electricity, and we take that for granted every day. And um, to really see that uh, firsthand and to see the joy in people's eyes and just their whole spirits light up, um, when we when we make a difference and when we bring something there, it's so unbelievably gratifying. But for for me, it's also just proof that y you can you can do good in a company when you reach you know if you have a company with the right philosophy and the willingness to commit to um, making something phenomenal out of their skill. You know you can do tremendous good in the world. And so for us, it's a core part of who we are. It's a we have two ongoing projects. We have one called um, Seven Continents in Seven Years, where we go to a new continent every year and, and do a project like the one I just explained. Right. And we also have um, the one that you, you asked about specifically, which was is our Amazon Preservation Project. And that is specific to the Amazon. And um, we go back every year to the same place. We've committed to planting um, at least 5,000 trees in the Amazon. Um, and um, you know, for us, it's that one is extremely gratifying because we get to go back and see our trees grow, and uh, and they grow by leaps and bounds every year. I think the first one we planted is is probably about it's already about 25 or 30 feet tall. So <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty exciting to see those efforts continue to uh, take root and grow. No, I know that feeling really well. Uh, I did a I used to work in the Forest Service when I was a when I was younger, in around 18. Oh, or great. So. And uh, we did a big reforestation of an area that was all dirt. And I go back there year after year, and the trees mm. are now towering that I planted. And I, I, mm. you know, I can't even get all the trees in the frame when we, take, when we shoot the picture. It's just crazy. Uh, it's, um, so fun. And it's so cool to see it grow after year after year, and you know that you've really done something. It's really... What I love about our reforestation projects and what I don't think that is maybe as commonly understood about land use uh, projects and preservation is actually the holistic nature of them. So um, I think that the environmental impact of planting a tree and having it grow maybe is something people are familiar with, but what is maybe less evident until you've really been there or studied it is how it impacts livelihoods and entire communities. Right. Um, you know, in each of the places where we work, we uh, we work with local partners who understand the socioeconomic conditions of a place. They understand what species are native. Um, they understand what mechanisms need to be put in place to make sure that the forests are preserved um, after they're replanted. Um, and and they understand how to educate the locals on sustainable agriculture. And and really, it's a it's a paradigm shift for for some of these tribal or indigenous people that their land is more powerful if they're sustaining and harvesting a tree that, say, has a, um, a fruit or some harvest that can be sold um, as opposed to, you know, burning or cutting that down and trying to use the land for, say, cattle grazing, which is what, which is, what is happening in a lot of these areas. And so right. it, it's actually there's more to it than planting a tree. And, um, and that's the part that for me is kind of really deeply ingrained in my soul is that it's about, it's about sustainable change and behavior change um, globally as well and helping, helping people understand the impact of the forest. And, um, and, and I think the other thing that you get there is 
you see pretty firsthand the impact of our choices here in our modern culture, our demand for, say, packaging products or, um, or any a number of things that requires the use of, of our global forests. We don't see it day to day, um, but when you go to an area like that, you see firsthand how our global habits are affecting um, affecting livelihoods in places uh, across the world. So it's it's uh, pretty sobering. Well, one of the things I liked uh, when I first called you guys was uh, you know to, to to speak or trying to get uh, an appointment was that you guys were out there getting your hands dirty. One of the reasons you, you were so busy was because. You're either coming back or getting ready to go to some place to work on a project like that. So um, that's reassuring. I mean, that we're talking about the president of the company all the way down. You guys are out there getting, you know, getting your hands dirty. Absolutely. Yeah, we all go, and we love it. Our CEO goes, our president goes, um, I go, and we, we try to bring some of our corporate employees. And then, and you touched on this a minute ago, and, and maybe this is a good time to talk about, but our, but our independent associates um, go as well. That's really the bulk yeah, of the let, group. Let me go. ask you about that, um, because uh, at Viridian Energy, um, you, have, you have a really unique sales force, and um, I wanted to talk about, it's a passionate group, uh, passionate group of entrepreneurs um, that I really want you to speak to um, because oh, I'm, a big, I'm a big proponent of word of mouth and this just really goes to that. Really happily, cool. and this is a big part of our, our company. Yeah, we Viridian uh, markets itself exclusively through uh, through network marketing, and uh, really, it's we have our, our corporate staff here that supports supports the day to day of the business. But the the majority of this company can company and its growth can be attributed to um, our thousands of independent associates um, that are uh, out there um, helping customers make sustainable choices and really, you know, taking this to their friends and family and, and building green businesses along the way. And it's, you know, we have we have a tremendous um, company for that. We've got um, the president of our company, Meredith Burkich, is, uh, is incredibly well-known in, in the network marketing industry. She's been uh, recognized as, as one of the top uh, most influential women um, in the drug selling industry, um, you know, and and we have a, a, a field of of leaders um, in our company and uh, that have just been phenomenal and have helped, you know, helped grow helped grow the company, and so for me to watch. Again, it comes down to this theme that, that we keep talking about, but it's the holistic nature of sustainability. So it's partially about our products and the impact that they make in the environment um, and all the other things we've talked about. But then the final piece is this this entrepreneurial piece and this conscious capitalism that we actually enable um, thousands of independent entrepreneurs to grow um, grow a business and, you know, increase and Im impact their own livelihoods through helping people make these affordable and sustainable choices that we've been talking about. So it really kind of pulls the whole thing together, and uh, you can start thinking about it from, you know, people, planet, and profit perspective. And and uh, I think it's what makes our company unique and special, and it's certainly what um, has made us grow as quickly as we have. So, Cammie, uh, another thing uh, about uh, Viridian is that you guys, because of the fact that you're using this incredible chain, I, I, I think the model of distribution of direct selling is one of the best in the world, a very inexpensive way to, to start your own business. And this is such a great business because it's green and, uh, and sustainable and, and helps the world. So loving all that, I know you have way, uh, events that help pe introduce people to the company, the opportunity held all over the, uh, uh, all over the nation and, and different places. Can you tell me about that a little bit? Yeah, you bet. We sure do. And so I, I had mentioned how how much uh, we attribute our growth to all of our um, independent associates, and and many of the events are hosted by them in their local communities. And so you can, you know, you can see a lot of the events on our website and see what's happening there. But um, we have a number of of ways for people to just learn and and come to an initial. Um, initial evening event and learn a little bit about the company, or we have larger regional events um, that, the, that the corporate puts on um, occasionally in each of our markets. And then we have one um, annual national convention, which is always a fantastic opportunity to see exactly all the new product launches and what's happening with the company. But but really, I think our um, our strategy with events is is just to continue to let that our business model shine and um, and let our our independent associates drive um, 
the the meeting schedules and uh, the attendees and, and really kind of work with their own friends and family in local markets. So the beauty about that is that we have people that represent uh, our company in almost every city and town in the markets that we're in. So if, you know, people are interested in Viridian, it's pretty easy to find somewhere close to home uh, that you can go and meet with somebody and learn more about it. Very cool. Let me end with, um, because I know that uh, you you also allow, if somebody's not interested in an opportunity, but they're really interested in helping the planet and themselves, um, you, you do just sell retail also. From your, your independent distributors will also sell retail these, these uh, uh, products. Is that correct? Absolutely, yeah. So we have, um, in fact, that's one of the things I, I like about our company compared to, to maybe some of our competitors, but we have we have a lot of, of customers, you know, per, per associate. So if somebody can search for an associate on our on our site um, and they can have access to electricity or, or gas or solar um, without, you know, without uh, really getting too involved with, uh, with um, any of the meetings. But I think there's just a tremendous opportunity to make a difference with Viridian, whether it's uh, just as a customer or if it's as, a, as one of our independent associates or if it's somebody that, that wants to do both. Um, you know, I think it's just a, a community of change agents, as I like to say, because we really, you know, we really offer people a lot of ways to get involved. The other thing I would say, JW, is that there's um, a tremendous opportunity in all of our markets to just come to one of our sustainability events. They're open to the public, and uh, we do about one a month, um, and uh, those are always posted on our website. Um, and uh, we do tree plantings, trash cleanups, um, community garden events. Just, uh, you know, that's part of giving back to the community, and, um, and we encourage people to join those as well. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, listen, everybody, uh, this is J.W. Nigerian with On Purpose Magazine, and we've been speaking to Cammie um, Bamey, uh, the Chief Strategy Officer at Viridian Energy. And, Cammie, can you tell me Viridian, is it Viridian.com, and how do you spell that? V-I-R-I-D-I-A-N dot com. And, um, and, and on there you can search for, a, for an associate if you want to find somebody in your local area. The other place that I would, I would encourage people to go um, if you want to see more about our, our global outreach programs that we were talking about mm-hmm. is um, liveviridian.com. And that's just the word live, L-I-V-E. V-I-R-I-D-I-A-N. And um, there, are, there are some beautiful videos there of our projects in Indonesia and in Fiji and in, in the Amazon. Wow. Um, and a uh, fantastic place to, to get inspired for an afternoon. Okay. And do you guys, are you on Twitter or Facebook or anything else people should know about? Yep. We are, we are on both. So uh, you can just look up Viridian Energy in either and, and, uh, and you can find us in either place. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. I know how busy you are, and I know you have to run to another meeting. I've taken up a ton of your time today. So thank you so much <laughs> it's been for, so fun. for helping us out today. Well, thank you, JW. I think I'll, uh, I'll leave one last fun quote for your, for your listeners, and uh, it's my favorite when it pertains to renewable energy because uh, it's out there, and we know we can access it, and uh, it's by William Gibson. He says, the future's already here. It's just not evenly distributed. So uh, we're excited to be evenly distributing the opportunity of renewable energy all around the country, and sure appreciate your time today. No problem, Cammy. Thank you very much. Everybody, have a great day and an even better tomorrow. We've been talking to Cammy uh, Bamey at Viridian uh, Energy. Thank you, Cammy. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Meta Media Group production of On Purpose Magazine. You can find On Purpose Magazine at onpurposemagazine.com. On Purpose Magazine and JW On Purpose is the property and is a trademark of Meta Media Group, and this audio is copyright 2012, and all rights are reserved.